0: Welcome to episode 414 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. Two-piece catfish Where my plate. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm more of a three to 4 piece catfish meal myself, but I mean, if you're watching what you're eating, you know, you want to... Two pieces is
1: enough if they're big pieces.
0: I love catfish, though. Catfish is something you probably can't find very much up there. You probably find more, like, tuna and salmon and mm-hmm. all the exotic, like... <laughs> That's not really like, exotic. Like, well, I mean, like, I mean, the they're regional, not, right? I mean, they're, like...
1: Yeah, regional, yes.
0: They're more prevalent up there, I guess you should say. Because I'm sure we have salmon here, right? I mean, we have salmon in rivers, streams.
1: Uh, They have to be near the ocean, I'm pretty sure. Do they? I'm a freshwater
0: salmon? Positive.
1: Pretty sure. You know what bugs the piss out of me is I type in catfish into Google and it's all the fucking TV show. Like that's the only Wikipedia that comes up. Yeah. I click on the TV show. It doesn't even give me the little like, oh, in case you mean, you know, the fucking fish, you can click here. Now... I'm curious uh, where catfish is. I know they have it in Asia.
0: If it's if it's if there's muddy water, I'm pretty sure there's catfish. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And it's more annoying. Usually, if you click on an animal, it'll give you a little map that that shows you where you can find them. But not really getting that either. Southeast Asia.
0: I wonder what it takes for you to like South adapt America. fish to the opposite water so like fresh water to salt water and salt water to fresh water if that's even possible
1: uh, i would i would i would i think what it takes is millions of years of evolution
0: <laughs>
1: yeah i don't think it. i don't think it works that way
0: i wonder what would happen if you took the eggs of a fish and put it in salt water or something like that like maybe you know before they were born like they would like ooh, i'm, I'm absorbing some salt so i'm gonna yeah that sounds that sounds plausible
1: I don't yeah does that does it sound plausible yep. to you <laughs> if you could
0: do you think you could take like uh caviar and put it out in the wild and you grow fish out of it does it go through a process or something it uh
1: cook? I don't know like I mean chicken food? eggs are not viable eggs, so caviar might not either it may just be the eggs that the the female lays before it's inseminated, okay. Salmon are native to tributaries of the North Atlantic and Pacific Ocean.
0: Hmm. So basically ocean runoffs?
1: Typically salmon are anadromous, which I believe means migratory.
0: Hmm. They, fly, yeah. they fly south for the winter?
1: They hatch in freshwater, migrate to the ocean, then return to freshwater to reproduce.
0: So they can probably live in both then?
1: It does say, however, populations of several species are restricted to fresh water through their lives, so I guess I guess they could live here, maybe there are salmon or I say here there in Arkansas. yeah, I don't know
0: all right, so uh, what's up?
1: I don't know what's up with you? you were up here, what's you wrong? were up here,
0: yeah, I was up there Had a
1: little uh, little a little laid back vacation,
0: yeah. It's really just getting away from things down here. Um, yeah. We went and saw uh, Detective Pikachu. Yep. Yep. I tell people it's good.
1: Yeah. That's what that's what I'm telling people. I mean, I, I definitely think if if you don't give a shit about Pokemon, then you're not going to give a shit about this movie. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. if you're open to Pokemon, if you're like, I don't know, we're kind of cool. There's never really... Thought about it, or, or, or you might like the movie, but I definitely think it it's it's definitely a movie that's for people that are into Pokemon, and I think that's okay. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think so. Yeah, that's pretty much my my recommendation. If if you're if you're into Pokemon, then you should be uh you should you should enjoy it. I think that it could have been a lot worse. Um, I think that they they set a good tone with it. I like. The Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu angle. I like the little mystery. Yeah, there, it, it kept me. It kept me uh, enthralled throughout. It's not a perfect movie. I thought the um, the CG, like like when he first sees the first few Pokemon, I was like, okay, all right, you know. Like I, I I was never convinced that things these things were real or in the world. Um but I quickly got past that.
0: You didn't think the uh cu- cu- Cubone? Q bone? Q bone
1: at the beginning of the movie?
0: Good? It looks it looks it didn't look bad.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like it, that thing about them looked bad. I think it's just the fact that they had to make them look they made them, they, they went with a realistic angle, but while still retaining the look of the Pokemon. So, like, I've seen some some fan art of realistic, you know, realistic interpretations of Pokemon where they make them look like real world animals with their small, non-sentient eyes. You know, and, and those look kind of cool, but they're not cute. Like, they definitely still wanted to keep these things looking kind of cute. So, they're still cartoonish. Um. And I, I don't know what they could have done to make them look more realistic. I, d- I doubt there is anything they could have done because they wanted to retain that look. Um, but like I said, it it still worked for me. I definitely think my favorite was the I think they're called Loudrin, which are the uh, the Pokemon with uh, speakers for ears. And there's a scene where uh, they are providing like some techno or, or dub and bass dub and bass music for a scenario and I thought that was really effective and fun and a few minutes later, kind of creepy. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing humans interacting with Pokemon and I thought, I thought it was a perfectly fine afternoon at the movies or morning as the case was (laughs) at the movies.
0: And we saw the Ryan Reynolds narrated.
1: Yeah, it was a Ryan Reynolds week for us. Great bear. The Great Bear Rainforest. It's an, it's an IMAX documentary. Uh, it's a little it's 40 minutes. It felt longer than 40 minutes, but, uh, a little 40 minute documentary. That was pretty cool. It's, uh, the Great Bear Rainforest is, uh, in, on the west coast of Canada. So British Columbia. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. If you're into what nature documentaries, um, I don't know if it was the best IMAX experience. I, as That's I, a- as I, I think, what what's that?
0: I think IMAX gets lost on me, just like how 3D gets lost on me. Like I don't really like as I get into it. I'm just like oh, I, I, I just it's a screen that I'm looking at. Right. It's just a big screen. Cool. I mean, I think it just gets lost on me after a few minutes. because like, I guess I'm just into the movie watching it. So
1: yeah, I th- I think that when I first saw an IMAX movie, I was like, wow, that's a big screen. This is awesome. But much as with any kind of new technology, it's like whenever I get a new monitor that's bigger or a new TV, you know, for the first week, you're like, wow. And then, you know, you're still like, oh, but then it just becomes commonplace. So I think that's I think that's where I am with IMAX now. I still... You know, it's 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 it, in a way it just kind of adds a, a a minimum bar of what you'd accept because then you know regular movie screens aren't as impressive. So for like big big movies, I still want to go see that in IMAX.
0: Um, we did an escape room. Mm-hmm. Up there.
1: Yep, did a, a escape room in in West Seattle. That was uh, that was fun. That was uh, Jennifer's first escape room. Always like doing escape rooms. I've only ever done them at Gen Con. Um, I wanted to see what the scene was like in Seattle. Uh, it was fine. I had had some. Uh, it had two rooms, and the and the first room had some uh, s- some interaction to it. I don't know if it, would you call it that. Uh, basically, you're in an elevator, and it's like oh something's wrong with the elevator. Shaka shaka shaka. So it was like shaking every once in a while um I didn't find the effect fun or immersive I, I I found it more annoying than anything uh because you know
0: yeah I mean um yeah.
1: yeah
0: yeah
1: plus like I don't know I feel like Matt you can speak on this the the escape rooms we've done in Indianapolis f- have felt more immersive like yeah. they They've done a good job. They did a good. They've done a good job of making it feel like you're in a real room, and the clues you're finding and looking at feel like um, in in world clues or something someone created specifically, like in this world, fictionally to hide. And you got to figure out their puzzle. Whereas this one we did, it was like, well, (laughs) they just kind of like taped. I don't know. It felt. Oh, what I can't, am I trying to? I'm trying to figure out a way to explain it. It didn't feel like the puzzles made sense in the world. Like for example, at the elevator. There were these footsteps on the ground, like painted or taped down footsteps, and there were these directions on like a laminated piece of paper on the roof of the elevator, and you had to use that to solve uh, puzzles to get through. And I I thought that was very artificial. Now. Uh, aside from that there were also these like words across the top of each wall of the elevator that were um, like like uh, three-dimensional words like pieces of wood cut out the like letters were pieces of wood cut out and pasted up um, you know attached up there and all the words had a specific letter missing and you had to find those letters in the elevator and figure out how they played in now see that that's a bit more of a a um immersive puzzle that that's like oh okay like like it makes sense that these these words because they were like supposed to be like a part of a, a slogan for the hotel or something it makes sense that these words are up there oh and these pieces fell down and oh look they're they actually have relevance and meaning um so i i don't know i was just i've been i've liked the the gen con escape room better than than that one and i was expecting more out of seattle i've heard seattle is a good town for escape room so i would like to do more escape rooms in seattle but uh yeah how did how did did you feel about the escape room
0: yeah i thought it was it was good it just i think the problem with up there in seattle is going to be the amount of square footage they have to do it in (laughs) (laughs) i mean like you know it's so expensive for rent so it's gonna be like I'm paying how much to just have a room set around for people to spend? I mean, like, I don't know, just thinking about how it was short and it was only two rooms. Like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like the one in Indianapolis, I think we, the jail break one, or I think it was the jail break one that we did. Yeah.
1: The jail break was three rooms.
0: Three or four. I can't remember how it many was, rooms. Room it was there.
1: three and we were surprised and it was like really cool because you were in what felt like a real jail cell. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we've got to figure out the puzzle to get out of here. And when we figured out the the step to leave the room, it actually opened a secret door uh, that we didn't even know was there into a like a like a, a utility closet. And that was really cool. And it felt natural. And then we had to get through into the warden's room and it was like fully dressed out. And it all that all felt natural and cool. And then. The following year when we did the, the bank heist, that was like three or four rooms, like big rooms that included an actual uh, vault because I think they said that um, they bought like a, um, a space where a bank was in. So it was an old unused vault and it just like felt really immersive, um, that particular one. So again... That's that's I, I you know I'm I've always been a flavor guy. I don't really care for a board game if they haven't polished it up and slapped a lot of nice art and flavor on it. And I, I think I'm the same way when it comes to an escape room. I've got I've got to have a little more to have fun with there. So I'm looking. We just we just looked at uh, uh stuff for Gen Con, and I'm looking forward to doing another escape room at the company that uh, we've been to. You guys have been to three times. I I've been to twice. Yeah. We're going to try the extra hard hardest one.
0: Well, the, we have a there's a house here in Little Rock just dedicated to an escape room. That's cool. Uh, it's called Mystery Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a two-story house on over here on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um and I know some of my fellow coworkers have done done it for team building. Mhm. So Next time you're in Little Rock, you could always try that. Yeah,
1: you should check it out. L- Arkansas is a great place to have an escape room because you can have lots of cheap <laughs> property and uh, just build it out for an escape room.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't think there's really much else to talk about on my visit. I, yeah, I just hung out, beat Spider-Man while I was there. Yeah, started and, and
1: beat Spider-Man for PS4.
0: Um, it's a fun game, real fun game. Uh, I could see just picking it up just to swing around and stuff for thirty minutes or something
1: yeah, super good um,
0: yeah uh i just, I felt like i don't know I felt like it needed just a tad bit more to the story maybe like I felt like there was just two stages huh. two acts you know? yeah
1: I agree there was a it was a kind of a two act structure structure,
0: so maybe maybe they were gonna come out with some d l c or something for Act 3 or something. It just felt like I don't know, it felt like there should have been something else.
1: Oh, because they they kind of lead you into the the Osborne stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know. Yeah, it did. I think they gave enough of that to make it feel like I think they gave a little too much of that. They should have hinted at it a little more as opposed to making it feel like a dropped storyline. I definitely think that they were leaving it open for the next game. But when you don't know that there's going to be a next game, you know, how about you just keep, <laughs> keep that, keep that a little more on the down low. So I don't feel like, uh, I'm, so I don't feel like I'm missing something.
0: Well, so yeah. So, uh, spoilers for the game. I, I was like, I guess I was a little under, I'm looking back on as a little underwhelmed at how, you had all these major villains of Spider-Man's kind of be like side villains for Spider-Man, you know, like they weren't like main arts. They were more like chess pieces being moved around
1: like Scorpion and Rhino.
0: Yeah. Scorpion, Rhino shocker.
1: I'll say to be honest, Matt, I don't think I've ever seen any of those villains get any kind of limelight. Like I've read several Spider-Man comics and, you know, watched. TV series and played games and it seems like those guys like it's it's understood that they're just kind of like dumb criminals who happen to have powers so I mean that that's fine by me that's that's how I've always seen those characters
0: so do you so to you the main two bad people are Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus Green Goblin Dr.
1: Octopus um, Mm -hmm. yep pretty much I guess Venom to an extent. Who else?
0: Mysterio? Yeah. So do you so you feel like there should be some intelligence behind a main villain? It seems like. Like you just can't have a dumb brute guy or just a guy with gadgets. I don't know. Like there needs to be they, more to that character.
1: They either have to be yeah, they either have to be smart enough to try to outwit Spider Man or or they have to be so powerful that the, that Spider Man's pro, you know, issue is not being able to be powerful enough to beat him. Um, something like that. Like, like Venom, like Venom had all of Spider Man's powers and, but was stronger. So, you know, and he, he had, he had complexity to him, even though he was not that smart. And I, th- I think, I think part of the fun of Spider Man is that you've got these other, you know lower lower tier villains that aren't really smart enough um, for spider-man to kind of toy with almost to sh- you know to help show like spider-man's got these guys under control <laughs> they're they're just nuisances
0: okay All right. um, okay yeah I don't, I don't have anything else to really talk about I don't think I mean mm-hmm. outside my notes I've made but right you have anything you want to talk about
1: um Really ought to make more notes.
0: <laughs> that's what Twitter's for right? I mean
1: i I think about yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of what Twitter's for um I don't know, it's also hard because I don't want to just retread what everyone else is talking about, like you know the big thing today is people are really talking about abortion because states keep passing these fucking draconian ass laws where it's clear that they don't even understand abortion. <laughs> Like literally, they don't even understand how pregnancy and abortion works. They're just anti it yeah. altogether, uh, and it's well, and it's birth, all post,
0: post birth abortions. Post birth, ab- uh, really.
1: liberals are trying to push post birth abortions. What you're saying that we want to be able to like have a baby and then you know mm-hmm. however long late later just murder it. Of course, that's what these fucking idiots think that that you know progressive people want. Yeah. So, yeah, like it's, it's frustrating. It's a lot of rage. I mean, it's, it's all in an effort. Like the whole point of this is they're pushing it through so that these laws can be challenged and then taken up to the Supreme Court for their shot to have that shit overturned, which I I don't, I, I, we'll see. I mean, this, this is what we get. This is what we get for voting in Trump. This is, this is what people get when they were like, ugh, I just really don't like Hillary. I can't bring myself to vote for her. Uh, like yeah, well this is what you get. This is what you get. You you got Trump to appoint um judges to the Supreme Court. So now we have a more conservative Supreme Court. So congratulations. Good job. Anyway.
0: Yeah. It's just it, it was frustrating for me to even fathom women voting for Trump. Yeah. Like Like really? You're going to Yeah. You're gonna you gonna vote for that guy? Like I really didn't figure. I I guess I just don't know how ignorant America is. Yeah, I mean, because I, I would think any self-respected woman would not want somebody that was so misogynist in the office. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what do I know? I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, that's the thing,
1: though. The uh, the the other side believes in killing babies. So it doesn't matter if my side has a, has a total piece of fucking shit for a presidential candidate.
0: It's not really, we believe in killing babies. We believe in the women's right. No,
1: no, Matt, that's, that's, that's not right. That you, you're baby killers. Um, and that's all there is to it. That's, that's all the room for, for argument there is there. It's, it's not about women's rights.
0: Well, yeah. we can, is there, That's how they like see a, it? That's
1: how they see it. And that's the thing is like people, I keep seeing people tweet and, or retweet things that try to like reason or try to like make it clear that like they're trying to argue, oh, these, the, I can't believe these guys think that women should be able to take uh rape pregnancies to term. And it's like, you don't get it. They're not ever going to understand any kind of reason about rape or incest or anything. All they think, all they hang their hat on, or at least all they claim, like the the hill they die on is uh, a pregnancy should be able to go to term. And that's all they care about. And you're never going to be able to argue them beyond that. So it kind of gets old when I see people trying to like call out the gop for the way they the way they look at it because i don't know i, I just it, it feels hopeless sometimes like we're never going to be yeah. able to change these people's minds
0: well that's what time's for i guess yep just to hopefully we, we, uh move beyond that and hopefully people yep. will become more knowledgeable and uh they mm. can make better decisions that's as empathetics yeah one thing we should really try to fight for though is a terminology to kill elderly people. <laughs> like if abortion is for pre-birth, right. then we need something for like killing old people.
1: Dumbass old people that are still voting. <laughs> uh geriatricide.
0: I don't want to kill them off. I just want to put them on an Island and they can themselves.
1: <laughs> I just want to take their voting rights away. You
0: know, just, I don't want them to be driving around in cars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, You know, what, uh, doing other things that annoy me. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll list off some stuff I have. Uh, Company provides breakfast. All right. So that, um, uh, if the company provides the breakfast, an employee takes the leftovers for themselves, uh, puts it in their at their desk or in their fridge. How do you how, how do you think you should feel about that? Like so, like uh, example would be uh, your company buys or just buys anything, buys a meal. So let's say they cater or something like that, and there's mm-hmm. leftovers. Now, how would you feel about if the employee went and got those leftovers and instead of leaving them out there and eating? you know, what you could eat while you're there at work, they just took it with them or they took it home.
1: That's a tough one, right? Because if no one did that, then they would get left out and someone would come in the next day and throw them away. Right. I've, I've, and I've definitely, I've definitely been at the company at the end of a, of a day and where there's like I hardly I, anybody left.
0: Let me clarify. Let me clarify. What if it's a sealed product? Let's say there's bags of chips, snack bags of chips, or individually wrapped cookies, or just something that's candy bar, something that's still sealed.
1: Yeah, that's bullshit. Then, <laughs> because yeah. that that's that's a, that's a packaged product that will last.
0: Yeah,
1: and you don't get to just go. Oh, I'm just gonna grab a bunch of these for myself yeah. for later.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, is kind of ridiculous.
1: I thought you were talking about like if someone like if the company got a bunch like a bunch of Chick Fil A biscuits, and you know well, yeah, every time <laughs> every after everyone had had their share, maybe around lunchtime, they were like, "I'm just gonna grab the rest of these."
0: Yeah, that's a bit more of a gray area.
1: Yeah,
0: even there until the end of the day. If if let's say five o'clock rolls around, you're about to walk out the door. You walk by, you see them there. Okay, I don't have a problem with it. Somebody's got to take them, right. But don't be like going in there at one o'clock and grabbing them all.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, again, like if it's something that can last, then you don't get to grab them all. You, you, you take some that you're going to eat, you know, like in the next couple hours or something, whatever you might a- eat that day. And then you leave the rest and they will eventually get taken by people as they yeah. come upon them.
0: Yeah. Uh, but people are right. shitty. Oh, yeah. No doubt.
1: You you like, you you saw these these people do this. I'm guessing. Oh, that's, This person. Yeah,
0: there was some. Uh, we had uh, ordered too much orange juice, and mm-hmm. so we had like, we ended up having twelve, like full size, orange juice containers left, mm. of uh, like simply orange or something like that, mm-hmm. and so we put six in each fridge. And by the end of the day, there was maybe like two or three left. And I know Mm. for a fact, somebody, somebody grabbed two of them and put them in their personal fridge. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, you see a problem with that. Nobody sees a problem with this. (sighs) Like that should be left in the refrigerator. And you go into the, the, you go into the break room and you pour it out of the container into a cup and you put it back in the fridge. Like, that's my thing. Like if, if, that That's all, it was all paid for by the company. So when you're doing that, yeah, you're I agree. Encouraging other people to start grabbing stuff too. And then other people that maybe weren't here for breakfast or something like that, they can't get orange juice for the rest right. of the day.
1: Or we all have orange juice for like a week or two in the yeah. morning at work.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. If you want it. Um, yeah. I thought it would have been funny to walk out of Avengers saying loudly, how crazy was it that Wolverine showed up and threw the Hulk, <laughs> cr- uh, the Hulk threw him. But then I worried that might get their hopes too far up.
1: Right, like it's, it sounds like it's a funny goof because it doesn't happen, so you're not spoiling anything. But then you're like totally fucking with people.
0: Yeah, Well, then you think like, oh shit, the Fox merger. I mean, they could, they could probably do that, right? I mean, they, could yeah, yeah. Know, they could just throw yeah. in some X Men or some mutants or something.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely expected like some sort of little offhand comment or something. Yeah. Sort of like how in uh, The Winter Soldier, there's a moment where they're talking to the guy from S.H.I.E.L.D. and somebody like somebody says something about like a, a, a Doctor Strange or something like that. It's like this one little throwaway thing. You might not even have caught it, but it was a reference to, you know, the upcoming Doctor Strange movie that they didn't put out for like three years.
0: That was cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for the, some kind of tie in to happen. Maybe it happen homecoming, uh, or not homecoming far from home. Um, we talked about this briefly when I was up there with you, TSA, uh, TSA pre, uh, it's a service that you can pay for to kind of like, you know, get faster, like priority or something when you're going to going to the airport. Mm -hmm. Um, You can, uh, like avoid having to take off like your shoes and belt, I think, and some other stuff. Um, and so it's like $85 for five years. And I just felt, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, it's like you've, you've created this, you've created this problem and now you're, I mean, not problem, but. You've created this delay for people. Yeah, you've, you've, created,
1: you've created this, uh, this hoop that we have to jump through, and now you're charging us to not have to jump through it. Yeah. But you and still kind of have to jump through it. You just have to jump through, like, a bigger hoop that doesn't take as long.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, And you don't have to take your clothes off first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was – you know, I, I'm really – I need to look. I was going to look and see if anybody has made, like, a – belt that you don't have to take off like you feel like if you just wore a leather belt that didn't even have metal on it yeah it's the same as clothing to me like
1: yeah yeah i I agree uh i think that you could probably find a plastic belt but that the agents have been trained so much now that everybody just takes their belt off that you would like end up getting accosted and told to take it off anyway. And then you'd be one of those people that's yelling like, "I have rights! I have rights! I'm a sovereign American."
0: I, I was born here. <laughs> give me, give me my, give me my rights. Um, apparently you cannot carry batteries anymore in your suitcase. Uh, yeah, as I get. Uh, I put down. I guess it's okay for it to burst into flames in your pocket, but not in the cargo hold. Hmm. So, uh, why do they not? I, I don't understand this. Why do they not see planes from back to front? To me, that seems like the most obvious way to see planes.
1: Uh, I have an excellent video for you to watch by C.P. Gray that is about optimal plane loading, and that is one of the options he, he covers. Uh, the point he ends up making, uh, because you're right, it would definitely be better than the current system because you would be able to have people all the way down filed into the aisles and putting their shit away and getting situated. Um, but the line would still stop after, you know, like after the aisle filled up. Um, yeah, no, there's, it's definitely like, it's a really, I genuinely do need to send you that video. Cause there's a, there's an interesting, he goes through why it was decided to do it the way we do. Although mostly it's just so that like they can charge, <laughs> um, people more like first class and all that
0: it's the pre tsa pre tsa was like hey wait a minute people are paying for convenience and to be loaded onto a plane which is still gonna sit there for another 30 minutes while they're waiting that's my thing is like okay i don't mind boarding last or first or whatever because the plane's not gonna leave right i mean i'm still here i'm still gonna get on the plane i've got my seat reserved Um, it's just, it's just finding me like, I don't know, just the way it gets loaded.
1: Yep. It definitely Um, sucks. It, It is inefficient.
0: Put down. It's always interesting to see shapes on the ground from an airplane and they always look so perfect. I saw a perfect circle where half was green and the other half brown. Uh, if I was doing crops, shit would look so fucked up from an aerial view. It would look like Thor's hair in Ragnarok after Stan Lee got a hold of it. Like, cause I'd be zigzagging all around. It probably would like look awful. Like I have no coordination on which way I'm facing. At yeah. the time. So I imagine it would just be, you would be like, Oh, that's, that's definitely Matt's field down there. Look at that. It's all cut up. And looks-
1: well, I tell you what, Matt, you can, you can buy some land and uh, yeah. give it a shot. All right. Become a farmer. It, feel, it feels uh, like that's like a classic dude retirement thing. I just want to go have a f- small farm, and I, I don't. I don't want that. I don't. I don't know why that's a thing.
0: Well, because you know, you, you 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 feel like you can just be like, "Fuck society." I guess I got all my shit right here, man. I got cows over here. Got me some milk, mm-hmm. chickens. Got me some some eggs. Uh, Got my crops growing, I'm good. Uh, War of the Spark pre-release, I went three and zero, and then I played against Master Machu from the Hex Invitational. So anybody out there listening that actually played Hex or knows anything about the Hex Invitational, uh, I like to think I made his day by acknowledging that. Like <laughs> until until then, he was just like just a Joe Blow guy playing a Magic pre-release, and then once I come along, it's like oh man, I'm known for something. Kind of like how we are if somebody ever sees us at, like, Gen Con or yeah. PAX or uh, something like that. Um,
1: it's nice to be acknowledged.
0: A woman, a woman gets off uh, the plane from Dallas to Seattle and says, Yay, no customs. And I'm like, no shit. Why would there <laughs> be customs on a domestic flight? Like, like you, went from, you went from Dallas to You went from, like, what? Why? Why would there be traveling from inside the United States to another city? Why would there ever be customs?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of a situation where I I wish you had asked her. Like, what, (laughs) ma'am? Why? Why did you think we'd have customs?
0: Yeah, inside the country.
1: Did you? Did you? Did you think Seattle's in Canada?
0: Like I. I Um, Kleenex in the bathroom seems redundant because you already have toilet tissue.
1: Hmm. But that's different material. What? It's different. They're different. They, I mean, you should, you should like, you should, you should check out some toilet paper and check it out next to some Kleenex. It's, I find that Kleenex is, uh, dustier, if that makes sense.
0: More cotton fibers or, or uh.
1: I don't know. It just like, it seems like it's got a, it's got a dustiness to it. Um, that toilet paper does not is it have cotton
0: and Kleenex. It is just paper.
1: Hmm. I could not, t- I could not answer that. I feel like it's probably just paper.
0: Yeah. Um, last thing I have, and this is pretty, this is pretty morbid. So it's probably gonna get some laughs. Um, when can we make escape rooms that are themed after disasters or horrible history, like world war II concentration camp?
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, 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 Surely at least a few hundred years. I think, I think we should at least wait until the grandchildren of (laughs) concentration camp survivors have died.
0: Well, I was thinking like, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's real immersion, you know? Yeah. It's like you were taking like, maybe you got like, and Frank style, uh, you know, themed thing there. Yeah. Uh, with sound detectors on the outside. Like you guys gotta be real quiet and you gotta like, I don't know. Just, I was just, and I was thinking also, what was it? the other one I was thinking of was like, I don't know how I got to this, but like the world trade center collapse or something like you were trapped underneath there and you had to get out or something. Mm. I don't know. I was There's thinking just, about think...
1: trying to get out of the building before it collapses.
0: Oh, okay. Either way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You do have a time limit, uh, maybe like other like kind of really bad hostage situation things or something. I don't know, like the that plane in the seventies. Oh, oh,
1: that's actually a really good idea. Uh, you could have one where you and your friends are all hostages, and every ten minutes, uh, one of one of the like one of the employees comes in as if they're one of the hostage takers, and they randomly take one of you away and that person got killed. Wow. I and so would... yeah. And so like not only does it kind of throw in I mean they could have it start like like the halfway mark. That way, you know, you don't have the one person that feels ripped off. Um and and uh Well,
0: well maybe they get maybe maybe they get put in another room somewhere and they have their own you I mean you tell them they got killed off, but right. really they're doing their own escape room over there.
1: Yeah. They could still think it's that would actually be that's that's actually a really good idea, Matt. Um, so they come in and they take this person away and they make it seem like the person has died. But the truth is that they're like right next door in a soundproof room and they're able to like they're in. They've been put into a different area and they can help solve the puzzle over there. That would be. But yeah, that would be kind of that would be kind of cool and fun. hmm. We need escape rooms with more danger. Not actual danger, but you know.
0: All right, we got these walls of spikes closing in on you guys. <laughs> you guys got 30 minutes to figure out how to get out of here. Um yeah, that's all I got. That's it. Okay. I saw that uh you said I made that tweet about the whole you you responded to it about Spotify giving away a free version of Hulu. Mm-hmm. I did look up you can't you can't upgrade. That version like you can't pay uh,
1: a little more for the upgrade
0: no yeah and you not. can't uh you can't add on to that version either uh so like if you want to get like hbo or showtime or whatever the, all the other packages that they offer you you can add on to hulu you couldn't do that pretty pretty garbage actually but i mean i guess that you, you didn't ask for it right so i mean whatever right free hulu, i guess but it just sucks that you can't just pay the difference or anything you know like yeah all right I'll Pay like the whatever six dollars extra to get the, because I was like, oh, let me see if I was like, oh man, this would be cool if like I'm paying for Hulu, and it's already super. Exp- it's like twelve or 30, i say super expensive, but it's it's more expensive than I think Spotify. Spotify is what like eight nine nine maybe or seven something like that. ten dollars. Oh, ten dollars. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, I I mean like they really should because they're they've clearly they've clearly decided okay this this the ad supported version is free we are giving that to you you can have that so there's no reason they shouldn't take whatever the difference is to make it better like they're they're leaving money
0: I guess Hulu's play is that you'll get annoyed by the ads so you'd be like screw it I'll just pay the full price of Hulu
1: yeah I mean that's probably yeah you're right that's probably what it is they're like, oh, I'll I'll finally watch *Handmaid's Tale*. I've been wanting to see that, and they give it a shot. And after like two episodes, Ugh, I hate these ads. I'm willing to pay to get rid of the ads. Yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, let's see if I got if we got any any letters. Oh, um, did you watch that episode of *Game of Thrones*? Yep. <laughs> I mean. Yep. So just to like we'll, we'll probably spool some shit here just talking about it for a minute. Like I mean, you could just tell. Like you're like, "Oh god, they're going to write it this way, I guess." Like, <laughs> yep. And you just know how Yeah, I assume. I'm just assuming how it's it's probably going to be an obvious play out of the next episode.
1: I feel like, yeah, there's John a Steve. certain there's a certain someone that has taken a, a heel turn to use a wrestling term. That I think uh, one of two people is going to now kill. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I, I'll admit that I still have some mystery for that last episode that I'm curious about. Um, I feel like I know how it's going to go down, but yeah, it's just, I, it, the, the whole season just feels rushed. It feels like they had more, they have too many characters that they wanted to wrap up and give time to and, and, yeah. and like specific plot points that they wanted to get through. Um, and it's, it's been, the, the plot has been poorly laid out. The, the execution has just been terrible. There's a lot of good ideas. Like I've read some things that are, that like try to try to be like, Oh, you know, this thing is not so bad. And then they have all these good reasons. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you, you've actually got a good point, but what you've done is shown me that they needed to do a goddamn like, regular ass 10 episode season like they Mm -hmm. used to. And maybe even more than that, like both of the, the last two seasons have been short and granted these episodes are longer, but it's, it's just, they've just, they just tried to rush. They,
0: well, yeah, yeah. I've only, I didn't invest full seven seasons into it. I just did recaps. Mm -hmm. And even if I felt a little ripped off with episode three or four, the whichever one the white walker dies in yeah yeah like because i feel like you guys made this seem like so climactic and this guy's supposed to be a total badass and like that's it that's we're just gonna, we're just gonna okay i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's just like uh, all right i mm-hmm. mean
1: yeah and there's just been a lot of um like Tyrion is supposed to be this really brilliant or clever guy, and he has basically done nothing but make mistakes for the past two seasons, three seasons, yeah. even. Um, so I feel like his character has not had any kind of like we, we love this character, and they haven't done anything for him. There's lots of just like basic strategic things that people have called out that make the show look really bad, that makes like all these characters look fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, several other people have said have said more, but it's it's disappointing. Right. As someone who has watched the show since the beginning and really loved the earlier seasons, it's very, very disappointing to see it go down this way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it should be good if those books ever come out. Yeah. Hopefully he can correct everything.
1: I saw a joke that was like, this, this season has been the best advertisement for the books ever. And yeah, like... I want to. I'm interested in reading the books when they're all out. I'm not going to like, if he ever, you know, if he gets around to putting that next one out, I'm not going to go ahead and jump on it because he still has another book after that to put out. Yeah. And unless there's some big announcement that he's just going to put out some like 2000 page monstrous finish, which wouldn't surprise me, but
0: it's probably sure to break it down to like five books. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, anyways all right well um if we don't have anything else to talk about i guess we'll just close it out all right all right uh if you like to send us an email you can do it to our letter at outlandishpodcast.com uh you can like us on facebook facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast you can follow us over on twitter at outlandish cash you can follow me outlandish matt justin outlandish beats and jeremy outlandish Jer. thanks for this episode 414 of outlandish just did you watch that wow cinematic today?
1: I have not seen that yet. I'm glad you pointed yeah. it out. I do want to watch it. I saw a screenshot from it. and I was like, wow, this looks as good as the movie that came out three years ago.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, they they just need to make uh one or two hour long like things of that. I, I mean, I'm 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 every time they put out a cinematic, I think I'm like, wow, it's I like the story, mm-hmm. and then they try to draw it out of me for like. Over the course of whatever many months of gameplay, and I'm like, "No thank you, I don't I don't wanna go traveling around doing quests, reading text you know i want but I will say, I think Battle for Azeroth has the most cutscenes a game has had,
1: yeah, I was surprised that this was like a full cinematic
0: yeah they they have a lot of cutscenes in Battle for Azeroth, but uh Yeah, so um, we will catch you in 4.15. Bye. See ya. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.